are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going today? It's going well. It's been a busy one, to say the least, but that's okay. Talking football, can't beat it. Absolutely. Things are definitely getting busy. We have now two weeks of preseason action in the books. Uh, we we expect week three to kind of look a lot like the old week four of the preseason, meaning uh, most of the players that are on our fantasy rosters, we won't be seeing those guys in action next week. So in a lot of ways, the preseason feels like it's pretty much over. Now we're waiting <laughs> for the regular season. Is that kind of how you see it, Matt? Yeah. And again, I, I didn't exactly know how these teams would handle the three game preseason and then a elongated stretch after the last one before week one. So Steelers are playing the Lions. The Lions played nobody in week two. The Steelers played everybody in week two. Sounds like mm. the Lions are going to play people in week three and the Steelers aren't. So I think every team's a little different right now, but I'm with you. I think most of the hay is in the barn in terms of, you know, preseason viewing. Okay, well, that's that's good news. Maybe we'll uh, have a few uh, games of Maybe. note next weekend uh, before we do get to the regular season. Uh, Matt, I did want to ask you, of course, we talk a lot of Steelers. I know training camp is over, even though the preseason is not. You're back home. The players are back home, kind of getting into their regular season routine. Um, I, I wanted to ask you about Jalen Warren. We've talked about him a little mm-hmm. bit. You... Um, suggested uh, last week or maybe even the week before that you thought he would eventually earn that RB2 job, the primary backup behind Najee Harris. Uh, I know your co-worker, uh, is it Dale Lawley? Is that yep, correct? Yep, yep. I think, yeah. Uh, Dale reported basically that, that uh, the Jalen Warren had overtaken Benny Snell as the uh, RB2 we saw we didn't quite see that play out in that preseason game. Uh, Snell came in ahead of Warren. Um, you know, maybe that's. I think a, it was just kind of like of the out cap. of respect for the yeah, exactly. Right, tip of the cap to the veteran. Um, I mean, you you know this team better than I do, of course, better than than most. I'm not even sure Snell makes this roster. Is is that fair? He'll make it because he's a a darling on special teams, but I think he'll okay. be the fourth back even behind McFarland, who's been pretty good too. Uh, Yeah. Um, So let's talk about Warren's value really quickly. Uh, I would say still mostly off the radar in uh, even in dynasty leagues. If you've got a late rookie draft, how early are you considering taking a shot on Jalen Warren? Hmm, I hadn't thought of him from a rookie perspective, but I pretty much picked him up in all my leagues and to give you some idea, like, I didn't hesitate to cut LaVisca Chenault to pick him up. Like, that was my hardest decision. I had some some easy guys to cut. Um, I think he's is going to be the clear two here. But the O-line's really bad, and I don't know if they'll run the ball particularly well. And my hunch is, if Harris were to miss extended time, McFarland and Warren would both get a big bump. You know, that there would be a committee with, led by Warren. And Pittsburgh, at least traditionally, has not been one of those teams uh, 
that uh, that we see multiple backs on the field. I mean, no, that's a if he's thing, healthy, yeah. yeah, if he's healthy, Najee Harris is going to have a monster um, snap count or snap share. Uh, Workload, so, so, yeah. Yeah, Jalen Warren, not a bad guy to take a shot on. I drafted him in the late fourth round of a recent rookie draft. Maybe he could sneak into the third round of rookie drafts. But, Doesn't sound uh, crazy. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm going much higher than that. Sounds like you're probably probably not either. Yeah, I mean, he's cheap. He could be the backup here for the next four years. And, you know, I don't think that's crazy talk. Matt, today we are talking Dynasty ADP. We've got brand new August ADP over at Dynasty League Football. And, of course, this is noteworthy because it is our final offseason ADP of the year. Mm. Uh, and we do these mock drafts and, and, and formulate this ADP year-round. So we will continue to have updated ADP data throughout the uh, the regular NFL season over the next few months. That's one of my favorite things to do. One of my favorite features at DLF is uh, getting a, a, an idea of how player value is changing during the season. But this is this is kind of our final look at, at what the top players look like headed into the 2022 season. We're going to talk quarterbacks and running backs today. We will hit those pass catchers, wide receivers, and tight ends tomorrow. We're just going through the top 12 of each position. Uh, we'll pick out a few who we maybe feel are overvalued, maybe even undervalued, and try to make some projections about who could fall out of this top 12 group by the end of the regular season this year. Matt, let's start like with it. the quarterbacks. Yep, yep. <clears throat> Lots of studs here, uh, of course, at the top. Uh, I think you could probably argue the order on some of these guys. That's not necessarily what we're here to do today. Quarterback one is Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes is quarterback two. Justin Herbert, three. Lamar Jackson, four. Kyler Murray, five. And Joe Burrow is six. We'll stop there. Uh, any arguments with any of those guys right now, Matt? No. I mean... Quarterback's probably the least exciting of the two conversations between quarterback and running back. It's obviously a much more stable position year to year with more starter job security as well as just a better handle on these guys. Um, I think the second half of this list is more interesting. I could also see the argument that Burrow might not be a top six guy next year. Mm, okay, well, I think... Maybe you could make that argument um, based on on the competition because we've got That's some I mean. big names, right? Right. right. We still got some big names uh, that that could certainly jump up and claim one of those spots among the top six. Uh, currently, QB six is Joe Burrow, uh, but I'm with you. This the, the stability of this position it, it it's it's always a stable position. We see uh, we see less turnover at the quarterback position year-to-year value-wise than than the other three spots. And I think that's even more true because most of these players are not even 30 years old yet. Right. So right. Uh, tons of years left on uh, basically every player that I've named so far and most of the rest of the guys we're going to talk about as well. Quarterback seven is Dak Prescott. Quarterback eight, Trey Lance. This is probably where it starts getting interesting. Quarterback nine is Jalen Hurts. Quarterback 10, Russell Wilson, 
11 is Aaron Rodgers, and quarterback 12 is Deshaun Watson. Of course, he's been in the news a ton. I think we'll probably see his value continue to uh, rise, of course, as we get closer and closer to his return date uh, in in essentially a few months here, right? Two or three months away from his return. But the closer we get, it's almost like that injured player that you know is coming back. Yeah, yeah. The closer we get to him being on the field, the more his uh, value will increase. I bet he's a top 10 guy even halfway through the season. I mean, he doesn't get back to week 13. Well, you, you look at some players who could maybe fall out of this list, and I think – from a, a redraft perspective, we're mostly expecting a big year out of out of Russell Wilson. He's the quarterback ten in dynasty. He is uh, thirty three years old. So from a, a quarterback standpoint, not necessarily old. Still, still uh, some, some years left in his career. Certainly, I mean, I think I think it's got to be Aaron Rodgers as the player who's most likely to fall out of this group. If you're trying to fast forward, essentially to the early off season. Oh, yeah. I mean, he could win the Super Bowl this year and retire. He could have a down year without Devontae Adams and start looking at things off the field. Um, Obviously, his age is out there. You know, he's not really even going in the top 10 in redraft. So, yeah, I think he easily could fall off this list. I kind of expect him to, that I would guess a lawrence or a fields or somebody that's unproven that picks it up you know probably goes over him that's exactly what i was going to ask you if if rogers does fall maybe even if wilson falls as well out of the top 12 out of that qb1 range who's most likely to take that spot uh justin fields and yeah yeah. fields and lawrence uh justin fields trevor lawrence are the next two guys on the list, so they are the ones who just missed this QB1 range, quarterback 13 and 14. And, you know, it's interesting, if you look back to last year, expectations were super high for this group because one year ago, Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback 7 in our Dynasty ADP. Justin Fields was quarterback 11, both ahead of Aaron Rodgers, who was the hmm. quarterback 12 then. So, uh, then he goes and wins the MVP and they both have rough years, you know, right. Based on that year over year ADP, we've actually seen Rogers gain just a little bit of value while the young guys fell off after the slow starts to their career. Uh, it, it definitely would not surprise anyone if, uh, we flip flop that over the next calendar year with Lawrence and fields moving back up. I, I think Wilson's the other one that's a, obvious potential dropper of this group and i think lance is a very obvious riser right and and wilson wilson and rogers the only two guys on this top 12 list that are over 30 years old so again tons of tons of years left in the careers of these guys hopefully at least uh of course avoiding any uh any serious injuries any Mm -hmm legal issues <laughs> that we uh, unfortunately could could see happen um it, it, this is this is one of the deepest quarterback groups we've seen in quite some time uh and, and you know you really fast forward you got uh, at least a couple of nice rookies coming in next year so mm. 
it's it's a great time to play Dynasty Superflex. If you're not in a Superflex league, you need to make that a priority. If not over the next couple of weeks, then certainly before next offseason. Find a good Superflex league and invest in these young quarterbacks. And even Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett that might not be great fantasy players sure look like they have a chance to be long-term starters in their first and second year too, you know? Absolutely. Matt, when we come back, we'll shift over to the running backs. We'll look at the top 12 running backs based on our new Dynasty ADP. This next sponsor has done wonders for me, to be honest with you. And it's Athletic Greens. It's a product I use every day now. And I just started like a month or so ago. Um, Athletic Greens is very easy to use. Um, it's a multi vitamin health, you know, um, situation that just works out extremely well. I mean, it's one scoop, tastes well, tastes great, mix it with water, and you get 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens. It just gets your day started right. I mean, it's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. That's pretty good. It takes care of a lot of it. checks a lot of boxes. Um, it's very easy to use right away. Like I said, you consume it with one scoop in, in water, mix it up, put it down. It tastes good. And before you know it, you're feeling better day after day. They also have some drops I take directly in my mouth that works as well. Um, I, I love it. I mean, I, I absolutely feel like my digestion and energy in particular have really improved. And I start telling my buds about it. So I think they're going to start using it as well. And, you know, I used to take a multivitamin. That's great. Um, but it's important to choose one with, with high-quality ingredients that your your body actually absorbs. You know, a lot of the stuff when you take a pill doesn't get absorbed in your body and you get rid of it out elsewhere, you know. So AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every day to take great care of yourself. Your subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, which is also, you know, super important to add in these winter months so we don't get as much sunlight. Uh, it costs you less than three bucks a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Um, Athletic Greens also has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Uh, really good stuff here. So uh, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with this convenient daily nutrition. Again, one scoop and a cup of water every day. It's super easy. Uh, to make it even easier, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks again for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. However you play, get the latest NFL fantasy draft tips from the Locked On Fantasy Football and Locked On Dynasty. Plus, starting August 22nd, we're bringing you the daily top 10 list for fantasy draft week. Locked On Fantasy Football and Locked On Dynasty, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome 
We are back. We're talking Dynasty ADP today, looking at the top 12 from the quarterback and running back position. We already covered the top 12 quarterbacks, and we feel pretty confident that by the end of the regular season, Aaron Rodgers will not be on that list. We could certainly see Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields, maybe even both of those guys, jump into that top 12. But Matt, let's move over to the top 12 running backs. No surprise, RB1, Jonathan Taylor, uh, coming off the RB1 season. You know, it's been years and years since a running back has uh, has been able to repeat that, and he's been the RB1 in back-to-back seasons. So we'll, we'll see if Taylor can do it. I, I'm not so confident, uh, but, but uh, who's going to unseat him? RB2 is Najee Harris. RB3, Christian McCaffrey. Then we have DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, and Austin Eckler rounding out the top six. So we've got a real mix here of youth and and a couple veterans with McCaffrey and Eckler there. Uh, Certainly those two are proven. Um, You know, obviously Taylor is proven as well. I, I think we're still waiting to see the full breakout season from DeAndre Swift and from Javante Williams as well. What do you make of this top six? Yeah, Eckler and McCaffrey stand out to me, obviously, as you mentioned, as, quote, the veterans. But McCaffrey, I mean, he's a fantasy machine. Where Eckler, I could see this being his real peak and maybe a sharp decline going forward. Um, Swift is a little risky, but I think he belongs in this neighborhood. And I would think Williams will be near the top a year from now, too, especially if we can totally erase the Melvin Gordon concerns. <laughs> yeah, we, we've been saying that for a year, right? right that we right. want to let's just get rid of Melvin Gordon. We saw late in the regular season, early in the offseason, we saw Javante Williams' value and his dynasty ADP really spike because, of course, the expectation was uh, Melvin Gordon would be gone. He was a free agent. And uh, Denver clearly wants to lean on uh, on uh, Javante Williams, but that's not how it really worked out. Uh, <laughs> Melvin Gordon is back. Dynasty managers are frustrated with that. Javante Williams uh, managers are frustrated, but still a top five dynasty back based on that ADP. Uh, and I do think he'll be in, in that same position next year, uh, having that same type of value after uh, two strong seasons, I think Swift is there. It, it will be there as well. I'm I'm not quite yeah. as worried about him. What's what's your concern? Um, I don't put a lot of stock in Pro Football Focus grades at all, so I'm kind of shocked I'm even saying this. But his grades <laughs> as a runner haven't been great. Um, I don't think by any means that's enough for me to get derailed on this because. Again, I don't put much stock in that, and he passes the eyeball test for me. But, you know, even going back to college, he's never been a workhorse all the time guy, from what I can recall. And maybe there's a new Jamal Williams on the horizon for some of that work. Well, and I think we're probably overlooking Jamal Williams in general. Yeah, he's a good player, uh, right. Right. Jamal Williams, a solid player who is, at the very least, going to have a serious role for the Lions this year. Uh, DeAndre Swift has played 13 games in each of his first two years. So missed, uh, missed what, three games and uh, as a rookie, missed four games last year. 
So maybe maybe those injuries, not a major concern, no. uh, but certainly certainly something to be aware of. And uh, if there's anything that's going to knock Swift down this list over the next few months, it would be an unfortunate injury. Uh, back to McCaffrey and, and Eckler, it sounds like you're expecting them over the next few months to lose value really just based on age. Is that fair? Eckler, yes. McCaffrey, I'm taking him first overall in redraft. So I think he's going to have a gigantic season yet again. So can he really lose value if he's in the running back one overall conversation? I know one year of a running back, you know, adding that to their resume always hurts them no matter what. But if he's the highest scoring back in the league, do we really think he would go backwards? Just for reference, Matt, three of these top six were also top six running backs, according to ADP one year ago. Hmm. Christian McCaffrey was the RB1 entering the 2021 season. Jonathan Taylor was right behind him as the RB2. And your guy, Najee Harris, was the RB6 entering his rookie year. He had a big rookie year and now is up to running back two. It just seems like, I mean, he's the, he's, he's the second running back drafted. He's a first rounder and it still feels like dynasty managers look at Najee Harris as a player who's going to lose value over the next six to 12 months. Do you expect Najee Harris to be a top five running back this time next year? Yes, I do. He didn't come in the league young and just to hop ahead a little more than I should Najee was six at this time last year. Brees Hall is seven. You know, I'm just talking about rookies comparison, one year difference. And I could see Najee struggling again to find running room, but I think he's going to really enhance his stock as a receiver, catch Mm. passes further downfield, not just bend, dump off, get it out of his hands. And my hunch is being so close to this team, next offseason – the O line's going to look a lot better. I hope so. It's bad. I right hope now. so. It's really bad. It, right it now. is really bad. Yeah. Matt, when we come back, we'll finish up our running back discussion looking at RBs 7 through 12. Guys, just like a football team, as you gear up for fall here, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to much faster and for free. So create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hiring frame on your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. That's that's a hashtag hiring frame. Uh, Spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Easy enough. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Um, It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So here's what you do. You know, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? 40 million. 
Post your job for free on linkedin.com slash locked on NFL, all one word. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Now make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. We are taking a look at the top 12 dynasty running backs based on August ADP from Dynasty League Football. We talked about the top six running backs already. Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, Christian McCaffrey, DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, and Austin Eckler. Matt already spilled the beans on RB7. That is Brees Hall. Let me give you the rest of the list. Dalvin Cook is RB8. Saquon Barkley at 9. Joe Mixon at 10. Travis Etienne at 11. And Alvin Kamara is back among the RB1 group at RB12. Matt, we got a lot of veterans in this group. Cook, Barkley, Mixon, and Kamara all around that 26, 27-year-old mark that makes us start wondering if we should maybe move them, maybe move them down our ranks, maybe try to get them off our rosters. If you've got Cook, Barkley, Mixon, or Kamara, what are you doing? Are, Are you selling? Are you riding it out? What's going on? Do you think we should lump Derrick Henry in that conversation too? You know, I mean, well, we can lump a lot of players yeah, in that good conversation, point. right? Uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, Derrick Henry is uh, is currently obviously not on this top twelve list, uh, even though he's so valuable in, in redraft. Derrick Henry right. is RB fourteen; he's twenty eight years old. Nick Chubb is RB thirteen; he is also hmm. uh, like some of these others on the list twenty six years old. Aaron Jones at 27 is the RB16. Uh, Leonard Fournette is RB20. He is 27. And then you get down, uh, of course, all the way down to Zeke at RB22 and 27 years old. Uh, It's got to be a case-by-case basis for me. team-by-team. Yeah, I feel a a little safer with Joe Mixon. I feel a little less safe with Alvin Kamara specifically. We know, unfortunately, Dalvin Cook is always uh, an, an injury risk. That's just kind of been the story of of his career. And everything sounds good for Saquon Barkley. All the reports have been glowing this offseason. The new coaching staff, improved offensive line. You know, he's he's fully healthy. I just don't know if I'm ready to buy it. Yeah, I mean, I'm targeting him in redraft quite a bit because I think he'll have a ton of touches. But I don't know that it'll go great or that that offense will be great. I think Cook's up for a big year. I think Kamara's up for a big year. Mixon always scares me because they, they rest him in pivotal situations and when he should be catching the football. I don't think that's going to yeah. change. You know, if anything, they're going to make it worse, I would imagine. What I'm seeing with these second six, Hall's already at the top of that list of the second six. It really opens the door for ATN to maybe get up to six or seven next year at this time. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. We we could certainly see uh, if Eckler or McCaffrey fall out of that top six range, Brees Hall uh, right there with a, a, a what should be a solid rookie season to continue to gain value. 
We could see the same thing from Travis Etienne. I mean, I think it is a lock, a a, a lock that Bijan Robinson will be among this this top twelve by this time next year. Of course, the University of Texas running back who could we he expect be one? to be. Uh, he could be one. I yeah, do think yeah, he could yeah. be one. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, we're we're talking obviously uh, another productive season, an injury free season. Sure. He got he. Draft. Right, he goes first round, or, or or maybe you know maybe even early second round. Of course, that's where Jonathan Taylor went, um, and and a and a solid situation. If all of those things, or even most of those things, fall into place, then yeah, I think he could absolutely challenge Taylor or wow. Harris or Williams or Swift, whoever it might be, this time next year. Matt, well, when we look at those this, lines too, I mean, yeah. I don't know the upcoming rookie class, the, the the guys that haven't even been drafted yet as well, but it looks pretty special. Like, could there be five rookies on this top 12 next year? I mean, there's a lot of backs that can go backwards, and there could be a real influx of big-time talent entering the league. Yeah, I don't I don't know that we would see five among the top 12 as rookies, um, but you're right. We're going to see we're going to see several of these guys fall out. Obviously, really any of the any of the players that are 26, 27 could potentially fall out of this top 12. Of course, Kamara's already 12, Mixon at 10, Cook at 8. Those are are kind of prime candidates. Uh, Maybe Robinson Kenneth Walker's in the in the 12 too this time next year. Penny's on a different team and they yeah. draft the quarterback high could. and, you know, good off season for the Seattle. He could. I'm I'm not quite ready to predict that yeah, for, for Kenneth Walker. I, I like some other candidates better, uh, along with Robinson from the 23 class. I, I um, um, you know, I, I like Jamar Gibbs, uh, mm-hmm. Jameer Gibbs, the, uh, the Alabama running back transferred from Georgia Tech. I'm pretty excited about him. Um Zach Evans is another that that could be in that class and should be in that class. I, I don't know if we, like I said, I don't think that we get to five, but at, at the very least, I think a really good chance that we have two rookies among the top twelve even before the season starts, and and some other young running backs kind of knocking on that RB one door right now. Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins are both outside of that range. You already mentioned Kenneth Walker. You know, uh, Aaron Jones has has kind of a weird 2023 contract. Yeah. If he's gone, right? If he's gone from Green Bay, mm. maybe we see Dillon. AJ Dillon jumping up. Uh, certainly going to see a ton of turnover in running back value and the and the running back one group over the next six to twelve months as these players uh, continue to essentially age out of this value range and move down to where we see Zeke and. And uh, James Conner and Leonard Fournette right now as players who are getting close to the 28 age season. Mm-hmm. It's funny when you, when you mentioned the Packers situation, I thought you were going to say if Aaron Jones catches 90 passes this year, maybe he gets back in the top 12. But Dylan might be a better shot. I like that angle a lot. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I, I think Dylan's already worth more than Jones dynasty wise. And yeah. even with even with a, a big season, which. Uh, could definitely happen i kind of expect to happen uh, i don't think jones could could get uh back up into this range he is um uh he is nearly 30 years old turns 30 during the season so i'm sorry turns 28 during the season mm-hmm. um so going into what would be his 29 his age 29 season i, I don't think he can do it yeah uh, but probably would offer a nice value as he 
continues to fall down the ranks. The thing about Dylan is he's a very capable receiver that just doesn't have an, really he's been blocked a little bit in that regard. Yeah, it could could change for him if and when uh, Aaron Jones is gone. That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.